Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about this uh, Preservation Hall Jazz Band. Who and what they were is directly connected to the name Preservation Hall Jazz Band. Now, Preservation Hall started out as a uh, art gallery, uh, Photoshop, and in order to simulate business, uh, the original owner would simply allow musicians to play outside for tips to uh, attract people to his location. Uh, it became pretty obvious uh, within a short period of time that the musicians were getting uh, more attention than their artwork and photographs. And this was quite frustrating to him. So when a uh, young couple from the uh, Midwest, Northeast came in, the Jaffreys, uh, and expressed interest in uh, New Orleans and uh, they had a business background, um, and uh, the husband was a tuba player, and they loved New Orleans and loved New Orleans jazz. Uh, let's just say the place changed hands. <laughs> and somewhere around 1963, uh, Alan Joffrey, the tuba player, decided to make uh, music the main thing. And that art gallery, uh, Photoshop, became preservation all. We're going to preserve the music of early New Orleans. And they didn't say Dixieland. Yeah, preserving the music of early New Orleans. And um, he did that by inviting uh, some of the older musicians who were uh, way past their prime uh, to hang out and play. And pretty soon you had a pretty good collection of uh, older jazz musicians who were true to the music of the times of uh, Louis Armstrong and uh, King Oliver and the music that may have followed that uh, in the 1920s, 1930s, the very latest. Um, uh, at first, um, the band was strictly local, but uh, as people toured New Orleans and uh, their reputation grew, uh, more of a demand for them uh, ensued, and so pretty soon, somewhere in the mid-60s, this band starts taking national tours, and soon international tours. So the band is not just attracting people to New Orleans and preserving jazz, it's now taking the message on the road all around the world. Sweet Emma Barrett was a piano player and singer, and um, Dee Dee uh, Pierce and his wife Billy on trumpet and uh, uh, piano, respectively, vocal. Uh, George on the clarinet, very famous clarinetist from the uh, period who played with uh, Kid Ory and uh, Louis Armstrong and people like that. Uh, and then there were the two brothers. Uh, Percy and Willie Humphrey. Uh, you may remember me talking about um, Professor James Brown Humphrey, who was the music teacher who took a train to the plantations to teach plantation youth how to play music instruments. And uh, although he was not a jazz musician, he did seed jazz. He was a Johnny Appleseed of jazz in the area. Well, guess what? His grandsons were in the Preservation Hall Jazz Band. Matter of fact, three of them, because the third one, Earl, also played the trombone for a brief while. 
Now, the funny thing is, uh, these guys all had great reputations. They'd been on the road with the biggest, they played around the country, and just had come back to New Orleans to settle down and do their thing. Um, uh, Percy had uh, been on the road uh, with just about everybody, had played in New York and Chicago in the heyday of this music. Uh, and returned home and then had played with his little brother and they also had something else in common. Um, they played in brass bands as well. And as a matter of fact, um, Percy had uh, been a leader of one of the most prominent uh, brass bands around. So their lineage, their history, goes back to the very, very beginning of this jazz music uh, in New Orleans. Um, so several recordings were made by this group. And uh, in later years when these older musicians uh, started to uh, transition on, expire, and go into play uh, in the great jazz orchestra in heaven, uh, younger musicians from New Orleans started to replace them since they had an international following, some of the young musicians that came in to replace these older black musicians were actually European musicians because there were some U European musicians who had studied traditional uh, New Orleans music and had a better handle on it than most American jazz musicians. So the Preservation Hall Jazz Band, number one, it was a real deal. It started out as just a gig for solo musicians. And with the Joffreys taking over, it became an organized band that brought in some of the most seasoned uh, musicians and singers uh, in the New Orleans area. And then that thing hit the road to spread the word around the country and around the world. And, um, it continues to this very day. Now, there was one downtime when uh, in all this time, the Preservation Hall and its jazz band uh, did not uh, function, and that was uh, around 2005 uh, in the aftermath of Katrina. A lot of things did not happen at that time. The place got shut down. We know that great tragedy, but one of the first things to come back was a Preservation Hall jazz band. And once that music started flowing through the French Quarter, everybody knew it would not be long before New Orleans would be back, baby, bigger and better than ever. Because you see, the Preservation Hall jazz band represents the heart and soul of New Orleans in the 20th century. And it also represents the legacy of this great music we call jazz. Thank you, Preservation Hall Jazz Band. And thank you, Professor John or James Brown Humphrey for seeding this music all over those backwoods, providing us two of the greatest jazz musicians of all time in the form of your son, the clarinetist, 
uh, Willie Eli Humphrey and his three sons, one on trumpet, one on clarinet, and one on trombone, the whole front line of a traditional New Orleans jazz band. Preparation Hall Jazz Band, that's their story. I most certainly hope you enjoyed it. Have a great day.